0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Dw. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to my take on it with your angelic karma. If you're interested in sharing your story in a future broadcast, send an email to your angelic stories at gmail.com. Here she is, folks. Your host, the one, the only, the also beautiful, your angelic karma. of and bimple needles to my take on it with your angelic karma. Welcome back to my take on it with your angelic karma. I'm most definitely sitting here this Monday morning. Today is Monday, July 12th. And I don't know why I've been in the habit since I started the podcast of telling you all what today is as if you don't know. Oi is lunas, dulce de julio. Now, and I'm most definitely sipping on this tea Southern bell that I am a, an upset one, you know, and we have that because with each generation and welcome back, everybody. We are live once again with each generation. We always complain about the generation that we're in, (laughs) we always complain about those that have come of age. And we always complain. We always reminisce on the good old days. Everybody's going to do that. So those that are younger than us, I'm in my late forties. You all already know that they have followed me. Don't worry. You will have your time when your children get of age, you will be complaining about their mindset and the mindset of the current world that you will be living in and you will be reminiscing on the good old days like that that'll go past you the way that i come on and happily do and then if you put a little bit of cinnamon on top is me being also southern so that's most definitely a different mindset than you will find in the united states as a whole it's very different so is. So, I'm most definitely sipping on this tea, having my tea with you all this morning. I was, well, I'm always sipping on tea, and I'll let you all know when I need to sip on it between speaking. So, is, and I, I've been trying to, I stated I was going to try to make the podcast earlier so those of you that are driving into work, you can hear, listen in, you know, but it depends on where you are in the United States, where you are in the world also with the time. So, I'm, it's going to be like a hit or miss with that. And so is I'm going to talk about love and I'm going to talk about the good old days. I'm going to talk about the boomers. I'm going to talk about generation X, which is my generation. I'm generation X. My mother, my parents are boomers. Now, and in that distinction, and even us as generation X, we can sometimes be romanticizing or reminiscing on a time, a period in time that we have not even experienced. Like I'm going to talk about love. I was going to say, remember when, and and none of us remember that. None of us will remember what I'm about to say. The boomers may not even remember, but they will be closer to the generation of what I'm going to describe as it relates to love, than generation X is, and then the rest of them that comes like my children and like that. And then we have the younger children today. They will most definitely be closer to that mindset. So remember when, which I don't even remember, but remember when, this is reminiscing on good old days, remember when women were courted? Remember courting? I talked about courting a few podcasts back. Remember when women were, and the difference between courting and dating? Courting was where the end result was going to be marriage. Dating is the end result. It could be whatever it the end result could be says or the end result could be, it could, nothing could come of the situation like that, but you can have a good time with the person. Okay. That's new age dating. Now the courting was remember when, and none of us remember that here that a lot. Remember when it was about courting and I'm from the South, most definitely Georgia peach in the house. And Georgia Peaches get pissed also. Okay, so remember remember when it was like courting and it was going to lead to marriage? The man was very respectful of the woman. He would come and they would sit on the front porch. And that word courting, I heard it a lot growing up because my grandmother, my father's side of the family, his mother, they were old-fashioned Georgia Baptist, Southern Baptist, she was, and it was like, Courting is what they call it, like that. Like, courting, like that. How my grandmother was, we would giggle, me and my sister say, she's courting, but they didn't allow us to say that out loud because it was about their mother. It was a disrespect to my grandmother. But it's like when when a man comes and he sits on the porch with you, like that. <laughs> it's like courting. So we're on the street, and me and my sister were, like the street, us two, we, we would giggle and think that she was courting because a guy would come over. My, my granddad had died, her husband, when I was a little girl. And when I became like, I think I may have been eight or nine, ten, like that, a guy would come over and we would say that they were courting. He could have been a friend when they were courting like that. She was courting. So courting was the way that my father and my grandparents and my uncles and my mother stated that, that, it was courting, it was old fashioned, where it was going to lead to marriage is back, remember this y'all, y'all remember, no we don't remember, but we're longing for the days, like that it's like, but they're going behind us now you're dating, where it's about getting you in the sack and it could be about you wanting to be gotten in the sack also, that's the freedom and liberation that came with it like that and so, because the courting was about he would come, knock at the door and be like Mr. Miss Smith If my sister is listening when I said that last name, she was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, now. Mr. Miss Smith, can you can can Mr. Miss Smith can can um can Sally come out? And sit on the front porch with me. Now, Mr. Miss Smith would already talk to his parents because it would be an arrangement that yeah he can come over there in court, but he still has to come to the door and ask. And Mr. And Miss Smith is like, yes, yeah, she could come out for an hour. And they would sit on the porch in the swing on the porch, you know, or walk around in the front yard. Mr. Smith was at the window with the shotgun. Okay, that was just a look. That he wasn't at the window with the shotgun. But he, if he was from Georgia, he was at the window or beside the tree with the shotgun. It was like, okay. Now, it's like, okay, and then they're out there talking and swinging in the swing, and he wants to creep his hand over and touch her hand, and she's giggling, pretending not to see. And she has that church fan that everybody from Georgia has, that paper fan that you're holding in your hand. That when we used to be hot and we fed with ourselves with that, and that's true. Like that. No, he was over there moving his hand like a spider, like going slow, moving towards her hand. And she sees his hand coming. She's like, I hope daddy's not looking out the window, because if he is, you're going to be missing a hand. That's what she's saying inside in her head. But she wants that hand to come closer, and he touches her finger, and then daddy opens the door. It's like, boy, it's time for you to go home like that. He's like, okay, Mr. Smith, and he looks back at Sally and runs off, and they smile at each other. She's like, bye, Jimmy. Okay, that's what courting is. Now, is because they know they're going to get married one day, but Mr. Smith is like, well, you're not going to be doing any touching until you're married. Or This is going to be a shotgun wedding, but not the kind you think. Like that, as opposed to now, new age dating. Is Bubba comes on the motorcycle and like is like and beats on the door. And Nellie comes to the door, the mother, and she said, "Bubba's like Nelly, where you bitch at?" And then she's like, who, "Who, Pam, my daughter?" And then he's like, "Yeah, tell I say get out here." And Pam giggles, oh, Bubba Him! oh, Bubba. And runs out there and jumps on the motorcycle, and they fly down the street, and and Nellie, the mother, is like, what time are you going to be home, Pam? Pam's like, shut up, you bitch. Okay, now. Okay, so it's like, Pam comes back an hour later pregnant, and like, well, Bubba's moving in. And, And Nellie's like, well, and Bubba's like, shut up, I'm the man of this house now. <laughs> Bubba's like, shut up. I'm the man of this house now. I'm your man and Pam's man. <laughs> okay, that's new age dating. So it's like, and people are like, well, we don't like that, we don't like the old age dating, because we we don't want men to think that they're gonna be marrying us. We don't want that, because it means that we're going to be in the kitchen, and the way they were back in the day, women were housewives. All the women in the United States were not housewives and cooking and cleaning for for men and raising children, because some of them had slaves. And some of the women, they had never stepped into a kitchen, and the only time they stepped into it was to be aggravating and pretend that they knew knew how to cook but didn't, and they bossed the slave around. So, all women did not grow up, did, did not, in that era and generation, that time period, they were not housewives or raising children. They had women, slaves, that raised them for them. Like that. And then you had the other people, that would be, be the wealthy. And then you would have the other people, middle class, like you have now, that could pay people part time to work in their home. So, all of them, but the woman was in there because she was not allowed to work a job. She just was in the house, maybe putting on makeup. Ronald McDonald was alive and well back then also. Now, so it's like before he even became Ronald McDonald. So it's like, so it's like they, that's how they were. And it's like, okay. So and then who we are today. And women are like, well, I don't like my man carrying me around the, over the threshold. I want to carry him over the threshold like that. And I carry my man around. I tote my man around all the time. I lift him and tote him over my shoulder. That's what women say today. And I'm like, and I bet he's just squealing and squeaking. I need one of those, you know how you had a background effect when somebody speaks behind you when you say something? Because I just imagine in my head saying, well, if he was squealing and squeaking and she was carrying him over his, her shoulder, that's not a man, that's a bitch. Like, that. okay, now, so I'll be the effect for my own show. So, it's like, okay, so, and they messed it up for the rest of us that want to be courted and want to be respected by men. And we want our relationships to lead to marriage. And we want daddy out there with the shotgun in case the boy makes a wrong move. But, and then with women's liberation, they were like, no, we're lesbian or we're gay or we whatever, and we want to, or oh, we like men, but we want to tote them, we want to be the man, we want to be the masculine, we want to chase them, we want to date. And then they complain that all the men want is sex. And you have to chase the men, and all he wants is sex. It doesn't lead to anything. And he's not carrying his weight. He's being Disrespectful. He won't text back. He won't call back. He's dating multiple women. When back in the day, the men knew not to do that because out in society, they would have been labeled as bad for treating women that way. Women were to be respected, and women were also expected to behave in a respectable manner. That's what women do not like, that they were treated to behave in a respectable manner. When you get your freedom and liberation, you free and liberate the men from Treating you in a specific way that is respectful to women. Also, and it backfires and usually doesn't get the woman what she wants. Like that. There was an expectation for men and their behavior from women, and there was an expectation about women and her behavior in society. The only thing that should have changed is that women should have been allowed to work. Women should have been allowed to make their own decisions out in the world working and things like that. Anything else about the male's, the man's way of interacting with the woman, he should have been still under the strict reins of society where the behavior of him running from this one and that one and that one and that one and having children from this one and that one and that one and that one, one, disrespecting women, beating women, insulting women, that that wouldn't have never even happened. That wouldn't have happened if women would have stayed in their place. And yeah, there's a place for women. And it's not always in the kitchen. Because all of them weren't in the kitchen. There were slaves like that. So we can't say that that was the reason. All of them were raising children. Slaves were raising the majority of their children. Of people that they had extra money to help come to the house to help them. Like that. That's the truth of it. So it's like so. Then we have what we had today, and they figured that well, the the same people well to to make up for the men that are bed hopping and leaving women pregnant, we'll just create abortion, as opposed to creating a woman or keeping a woman created where she knew to keep her legs closed into marriage. What was so wrong with that? And that has nothing to do with religion because I'm not religious. And then he would have respected her or he would have knew if he had children there that he had to be a man to take care of them. And he would have been looked down upon in society of leaving his children or abandoning his children or not financially supporting them. And it wouldn't have took the police to do that. It would have been took taking the morals of that society to let him know it was wrong and he would have stayed in a man's place. And, yes, there's a place for men. Now, is yes. so that's what happened. And that's what we had today, like that. And I'm reminiscing on the good old days that I've never experienced. And and I don't care about slavery and all that stuff because my ex-husband, which most definitely was white, but not from the United States, but was considered European he told me that he felt that I would have had slaves. That's what he said. I said, I don't think so. I am not white. I probably would have been one. He's no, no, I feel like you would have had them. I think, so I was in my mind. So you feel that I'm a different spirit, but in a fine body? That's what I said in my mind. Now, even let's, let's look at the boomers a little bit. And the boomers complain about generation. I'm generation. I think I'm Generation X. I'm 48. I think we're Generation X. The Boomers complain about us. Yeah, I'm Generation xi was born in 1972. The Boomers their generation X is in the mid sixties to the early 80s, 1980, like that. Now, the boomer the the boomers complain about our generation. Well, you know how you will see people talking about well in the how with how with the Boomers, they would tell the children, come, come here and bring me the remote control. And you go in the, and the child goes in the boomer's bedroom or in the living room and the remote control is sitting on the table beside them like that. Or it's in their reach, but they call the child from downstairs or from another room or from outside or from, call them from their friend's house. The boomer actually stands up and goes to the door and the child is outside playing and the boomer's like. Jimmy, come here, and Jimmy comes, and 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 the boomer dad or the boomer mom is like, bring me the remote, and then she goes back and pass the rope passes by the remote, just like she did when she was going to the door, and sits down, and like the remote is right in front of the TV, on the TV stand, like that. Okay, now with the generation X, with us, we were the parents that were like, Keisha. Keisha bring me the remote like that I can't find it I've been looking for this remote all over the house y'all moved it again where's the remote and Keisha comes in and she looks at you and she's like it's in your hand mom like that okay go play and leave me alone like that and that's what you tell Keisha and that's us so the boomers generation they obviously had to have the same experience with their parents, and they would they were like, Billy Joe Jimba. And the boomer child was like, sir, where are the wire plies that go on the TV to turn this knob? Y'all lost the knob again. I told y'all to keep those wire pliers attached to that thing that is sticking out of the TV that we have to use now to turn the channel find the wire plies and Billy Joe Jim Bob looks all over the house, and he finds the wire plies and he turns the TV to the station that his dad wants to see, and then the dad is like, uh-uh, come here, because you're going to have to hold this antenna to keep this station straight, so Billy Joe Jim Bob has to hold a rabbit ear so the station can stay straight, and he has to hold the wire plies because every time he turns the let the wire plies lose the TV, that thing that where the knob used to be, it changes and it goes off the station. So he's standing there holding the rabbit ears with one hand to keep the state the TV straight and holding the wire plies to keep the channel steady with the other hand while his dad watches the TV. Every generation has to go through that. That's how life works. Like that. And we always complain about our children when they're adults in that generation that we have to be a part of. And we always reminisce for the good old days. And sometimes it's the good old days we never experienced, but we feel like it's better than these days like that. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Uh.